Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. Welcome back, everybody. Hi, Chris. <laughs> I welcome everybody. You just, Hi, everybody. Don't you care about everybody? No, I thought we were in this together. So we I are. thought this was a... You Hello. made a statement to everyone. I did. I in... Welcome, everyone. Well, also. Hey, what's up, Kylie? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I miss you. I haven't seen you in a couple weeks, it man. It has been uh, a few weeks. Uh-huh. And it's... We're, we're not used to spending this much time apart. <laughs> that sounds really weird. I actually... I listened to a couple episodes of our podcast just... Just to pretend like I was there with you. Oh, yeah. well, that's that's sweet. I've actually told people I listen personally every Tuesday, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I don't share this pridefully because it's it's I don't need to listen to myself. It's not why I'm doing it. But I you do it for me. I do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Is Chris still on the? Um, <laughs> did he edit me out? Probably a good idea. No, I listen, and to be honest, it's very much like I'm receiving it for the first time. Hmm. It's not like I'm listening to myself. It's like I'm I'm receiving the the lessons that are being taught in a new and a fresh way when I re-listen to it. Um, and so I, I, I hope I'm it's as helpful we, to everybody out there. I'm glad we can help. Well, thank you. <laughs> it's it's kind of like counseling times two. But counseling yourself. Everybody should see a counselor, by the way, in my own personal opinion. Uh, heck yes. Mental health. Yeah. Stay healthy, people. It's a new year. New year, new you, boo-boo. See, don't ever do I that. I need to see a counselor. Again, you should. I need to see a counselor for that. <laughs> so what I, what I, you know, it's funny. What I want to make really, really clear to uh, all of our listeners, both of our listeners, no, and all of our listeners, it's been growing every Across week, the it's globe. Been, it's, we are officially international. Thank you, listener in Brazil, and thank you, other listener in Switzerland. Wow. Um, I wish I knew how to, well, I, Portuguese, obre, obrigado mm. for listening. That's if it's to a man. No, that's because I'm a man. Obrigado. I don't know how to say it in, in Swiss, but. You could be speaking any language right now and I wouldn't know. So, But our Brazilian and Port, and our Brazilian and Swiss, uh, Swiss included. Swiss would know. But here's what I was going to say. Uh. You know, I, I, we meant what we said. Like, we haven't seen each other in a couple of weeks. Like, we, you know, doing stuff and that stuff going on, families and things like that. And so, the things that we're about to talk about uh, in this episode and uh, the other episodes that we record in this right now, the, the two episodes that we're about to record. So, the next two weeks. Like, this is, no, this is normal stuff. It's, it's something that if we weren't doing the podcast that Kylie and I would get together and talk about. Let, let's continue to pull the curtain back. We just spent an hour talking about it before we even started recording. Yeah. Cause I, I really needed to, I needed some like help and direction. Sure. You know? Yeah. And both. Yeah. Yeah. Both and it was it, like, these are, these are the things we talk about. And at one point we were like podcast aside, like, here's the deal. Here's where I'm at. <laughs> right. You know? And, uh, and yeah, these are like, th- these don't come from some like list of, Oh, what are our, you know, topics? Yeah, ooh, let's 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 do a podcast on everything the Bible says. One chat or one week on one verse. Everything the Bible says about humility. Like this is the stuff that we talk about 
every time we get together in real life. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're, we are grateful that you get to be, you know, get to, get to listen and, uh, get to listen, listen to me. So arrogant, very prideful. We're grateful that you should you seek some choose, humility that you choose to listen and, uh, and hang out with us for this, this, this little bit of time. So, um, you know, my sister came up with a good idea. So I was talking to her a little bit about the podcast and she's, she's smart and I like the way she thinks. And she said that we should come up with a, if not a weekly, a monthly playlist. We both like music. Mm. We should do that. Hey, listener, you comment on something or give us some feedback, Instagram, uh, Apple music, wherever you can leave feedback. If you would like a jerk, play, uh, uh, a following Jesus for jerks playlist, I think that would be kind of cool. We sure. listen to some some dope music. <laughs> I said dope music. Praise Jesus, my that. kids I'm will sorry. probably never listen to this. They'd yeah. be embarrassed that old people are using those words. I can't say dope. I can't say dope. I think you can. I, I can't say dope. No, no I can't I, get away I, with it. You you could you could really rock a nose ring though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's not gonna happen. No. So yeah, we got a lot going on right yeah. now. This yeah. is a this was a a busy week. It was a busy week here in Indiana, and it was a busy week in Washington D.C., our nation's capital. It was. Kylie, what happened this week in our nation's capital? Well, as we have gone through our election process. This was kind of the final step of an election process and whatever the terminology is exactly, but certifying the results from each state within Congress, a joint session of Congress. And as they met, was that Wednesday? Tuesday? It was the 6th. So Tuesday. what was the 6th? Yeah, it was it's, Tuesday. It's been a long week. Yeah. So no, at, no, no, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Wednesday. Sorry. As uh, that, both the House and the Senate were in session, uh, there was a rally going on and uh, proceeded to be some, after the rally, proceeded to be some, some stuff. destruction yeah. and some things take place and um, un- unlawful and and unjust and to which they had to evacuate people. People ended up losing their lives. And, and, and as Chris and I talked about some of this stuff earlier before we got started, you know, we don't want this, our discussion here is not going to be a one side or another. It's, but I think it's important and valuable that we talk through from the perspective of what we have all seen, what we've experienced, what some of our family and friends, you know, agree or disagree on, um, what we see on social media, all, all those things. But I guess I'll open with this quote that I saw in a newsletter uh, yesterday or, or earlier this week, I guess. And it was a J.I. Packer quote, and it was something that this gentleman, the newsletter writer, has on his bulletin board. And it is, that's all very interesting. Where's Jesus oh. in it? And, or something to that effect. And it really made me think about social media posts discussions with family, discussions with friends, as a follower of Jesus entering into some of those spaces, rightly or unrightly, sometimes I don't, don't know what is best, we can get ourselves so deep in the weeds that we forget our primary 
identity, our identity being in Jesus, that the, that's that's where our thoughts and opinions, that's where the wait, our wait, heartbeat wait, wait, should wait. come from. Wait, wait. So you're saying my primary identity shouldn't be in a political party or a political movement or some kind of movement out there? Like it should be in Jesus? Crazy concept, Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I, yeah, absolutely. We are sojourners and exiles in a foreign land we are no longer ours but we are clothed in christ and i'm not saying that things of politics are unimportant but i think things for me everything that i believe should come from my belief my knowledge of scripture my relationship with jesus and what he taught what he set as an example for us now as a a member of the kingdom of God in which worldly systems are completely secondary, maybe obsolete. And I also want to share that what you and I are going to talk about here in the next however many minutes, we might not be in humility. I'll say everything that comes out of my mouth may not be correct either. And and so again, message us and, and, and let us know in a loving, humble way so it just makes me, there were a lot of things that took place this week. Yeah. And even on my drive here today, I, I almost in tears, just thinking about like, it's to me, it's got to become more, there's got to be more sadness and grief to what's taking place and the way that it's affecting people. Everything, all of my political views are going to come from num, uh, first and foremost from my faith and secondary on how, what is taking place in politics affects people. Yeah. You know, and primarily, to be honest, the weak, the vulnerable, the hurting, the oppressed, the broken, because that's, I believe, Jesus actually quotes Isaiah in saying, that's why he's here. Yeah. I have come to free the oppressed. So, uh, so this whole conversation, I think, eventually has to go to all of this is very interesting. What we saw all week was very interesting. Where's Jesus? Yeah. The true, the true North Jesus, um, because we saw, we saw Jesus saves flags, right? We saw, we saw crosses erected, um, during the rally and, and there were a lot of things that I, I mean, just personally didn't look a whole lot like what Jesus taught. And, and it's hard for me to justify watching crosses erected and having things, uh, what I would consider sin take place in the name of Jesus in some ways at the same time that there are nooses being erected. And, and I'm going to probably this affects real people. Yeah. And, and that's the part personally that, that just hurts and is infuriating. And this isn't a, this, this still isn't a side versus side, but I have kids, I have nieces and nephews. I have brothers-in-law that are, that are black. And I, a week and a half ago, I had a conversation on vacation with my brother-in-law and he, I've been with him when he's faced direct racism. I've heard things from my kids that things have been said to them at school. My, my brother-in-law still, Still, 2021, the end of 2020, like he's sharing in tears 
people that are saying things that are racist to his face. And like, if, if this land is so great, if our country is so wonderful, like we have to recognize that there is still so much brokenness and there's so much, so many things that I think are just being exposed at this point, to be honest, but it affects real people to the point where they either bury it or they're angry about it or, you know, stuff we saw this summer. Right. And as much as I, as much as I will never, ever, and I think it's sin, um, I will never condone violence. And I think it's sin and breaking windows and destruction. There's also a, a level of, I can understand you know, I've used the example, if there's an issue, if my kid is being bullied in their class and I'm going to, the way we parent is you need to handle that with your teacher. You need to take the right steps to learn how to do that and have conversations. If, 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 if my child has gone to the teacher and it's been ignored, my child has gone to the guidance counselor and it's been ignored. We've gone to the teacher and it's been ignored. We've gone to the principal and it's... Like at what point do you come in and slam your fist down on the table and go, this has got to, this is not right and has to stop. Yeah. And again, that's not a, that's, that's not a one side or the other deal. Right. We, we've got too much of us versus them. We have too much of being unwilling to listen to a different perspective. We have, we have too much, you know, extreme polarization instead of like, there's so much more there's so much more that we probably agree with than there are differences. We want safety. We want equality. We want, you know, we want to be able to raise our kids. Like we want, we want prosperity. That's not a Jesus follower deal, but as a country, but we're unwilling, we're so selfish and prideful that we're unwilling in a lot of cases to see a different perspective and to listen and to learn and to go, I, I can enter into a maybe difficult conversation because I, I want to understand. I want to learn. I want to see your perspective. We don't have to agree. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I might not agree with your perspective, but I'm willing to listen to it. And I, I hope and would have the same expectation that in love and in honor and in unity, and in having hard conversations that you're willing to listen to my perspective as well. And, and ultimately, what does Jesus say? Where is Jesus in this? Right. And how does it affect real people? I mean, the greatest commandment we have is to love God, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Like, he's it. I'm in with him. And second is to love our neighbors ourselves, which he continues to go on, which means your enemies. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I think that's, that's the piece. I'm sorry. I got no, no. <laughs> super emotional and yeah, I'm, I'm rambling right. on, but th- this is, it's, it's been, it's been building up in me all week and it, it, it saddens me. It, it really, really breaks my heart that we're unwilling to go to those spaces. Number one, we'd rather just cut communication. We'd rather just, and what did Jesus really teach nonviolence humility giving up our lives for the good of others humble sacrifice 
and and I don't know. We got I, I don't know what you want to respond. I, we've got a lot of work to do. Yeah. And I and I here's here's the here to be honest. Here's the wrestle that I have as a faith leader. What do I? What is in my heart? What am I seeing and experiencing in the people around me? And what is either our complicity in not verbalizing anything because we don't want to upset people right? or because, oh, you know, we just have no fear. God is in control. Well, it feels like at times we pick and choose when we believe that, right? depending on whether we're getting our way or not getting our right. way. And, <laughs> and so to, to bury that, that's not healthy to not stand for the hurt that it's creating, which is not healthy or to say something and be like, Hey, we, we, we just, we, we just push this under the rug a little bit. Like, Hey, you don't, you don't be vocal cause you might upset people. Right. And it's like, no, I feel like the church, the people of God following Christ Jesus for the good of all humanity should be the ones leading out in this is wrong. We have work to do. It's not all going to be done today or tomorrow. Right. It's not all, no, everybody is not going to agree, but as followers of Jesus, our call as the church, it is our call to say to Jesus didn't come to condemn. So I'm not condemning people. I'm called to love my enemies, but I'm also called to, to call out sin for sin and to call out for repentance Uh, and change. Yeah, I, I agree. And so, so there's, there's, I wrestle all the time. Like, do I post something? Do I not post something? Do, should we make a statement as a church on this is what we believe in regard to what we have seen? And how public should that be? Is that just for our people? Is that just, or, or and so that's the wrestle that I really have is how vocal to be with it on the public stage. I mean, this is even hard, right? <laughs> where, where are we going to post this? And people are going to listen. But as I, I did comment on my own post earlier this week, I don't know if I can be quiet anymore. I mean, we just talked in the last few episodes about boldness and yeah. about being authentic, authentic. And, and my personal word is, is honesty for this year. And am I being honest to myself? Am I being honest to f- friends and family? Am I being honest to people that disagree with me if I'm not being vulnerable enough to to wow. make a statement, not in anger, not right. in anger, not in, in you're I'm right and you're wrong, but in let's enter in and let's consider and let's think yeah, and let's have a willingness to understand. And, um, so yeah, it's been a hard week, man. And I, sorry, I just it <laughs> kind of boiled over to be honest just now. And, um, and I know there's conversations that I'm going to have with my family and, but I don't know if, I don't know if it's good and right and just to bury it or to not be open yeah. and to verbalize things that probably just need to be said. I, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I mean, if any, I would think when we see, I mean, if our model is Jesus, when we see the way he walked the earth, his, I, I don't think it, it's a stretch to say that his frustration today would be with this part of it would be with the silence of the church 
and the unwillingness of the church to have these hard conversations, regardless of the outcome, regardless of agreement, regardless of, right, but to have these conversations sitting around tables and, and have honest conversations, like have honest talks about this kind of stuff. He says, he said, he said a lot of hard things, didn't he? And he talked about, you know, he told his disciples, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of Herod. Like, beware of the influence of politics in your life. But then he got very, very involved with stuff. But with the, the, his main concern, it seems, and you, you touched on it, and I like the way you said it, but it's about people. And he took, he took things that were about black and white, greater law. A man shall not sleep with another man's wife. You shall not murder. You shall not do this and that. And he made it about the way we interact with others on such a deeply personal level. And, you know, and so now it's, it's not just, well, you can't actually, you can't, you can't cheat right now. It's lust in your heart is just like that. Hmm. The person to person interaction that you have, even if it's in your own heart and it never leaves your heart, how you view that, that person. If you're angry, it's just like murder. And so he calls us from this, 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 this big, like, take a like 30,000 square foot or 30,000 foot view of black and white. This is right. This is wrong, which we needed. We needed in the Old Testament to now let's talk about it between you and your brother or you and your sister on a personal level. And I, and I don't know, I think, yeah, we, I mean, it's easier, right? One of those is easy. It's easy to not murder. Unless you're, you know, driving in the <laughs> right. New Jersey Turnpike or something. I don't know. But, it's, it, but seriously, it, it's easy to not murder. It's not easy to not have hate in your heart. Yeah. And it's, and I, I'm, a, I'm afraid as, a, and as, as an American Christian body, we've chosen as a... Not everybody, and not 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 across the board, but we've chosen the easier fight. It's a whole lot easier to fight. Well, this is what "do not murder" means. That's what we. Should, yeah, no one's murdering, or people are murdering, and that's what needs to that's what needs to change. Than to say, okay, me and my brother, here's what's going on in my heart between us. That that's the easier fight. I'm afraid. I think it's become easier because of social media. Mm -hmm. I have somebody that I follow that I have a high level of respect for. Just finished one of his books, actually, um, on Twitter. And I love the way that he engages people with a different viewpoint, uh, uh, a negative comment, things like that is that we should always be choosing love and we should always be choosing honor. And so I've taken that some things that I shared over the summer that turned into long, you know, a lot of commentary, both sides and, and even this past week of honoring that person. Like, Hey, thank you for your opinion. I appreciate your perspective. Here are some things that I believe 
that maybe you could consider, right or wrong, blessings to you. Mm. Um, where it's, I, I'm not sharing it in anger. I'm not sharing it. I'm sharing it. Here's a, here's a perspective to consider. But social media has made it, we even, I, I had a conversation with somebody this week that like you wouldn't, you wouldn't say what you are saying if you were sitting across the table mm. from someone. If you were face to face with someone, you wouldn't say the things that you're saying. In a, in most cases on my post this week, the people that were commenting back and forth and getting into a, a debate or <clears throat> sharing with each other didn't even know each other. Mm. I know I'm the common friend, but they don't even know each other. And here is what I ended up sharing with two people that have completely <laughs> different vantage points is, Hey, in love, I'm asking you guys to have coffee together, eat a meal together, to listen to one another, to hear each other. And, and what is their perspective? What is your experience? Yeah. What is your understanding of what is your belief in? And, because it's, it's a whole different deal. Like you're, you're like, you're saying, and he, that's all very interesting, but what about Jesus? That is what Jesus did. Yeah. Jesus sat down at tables. He invited yeah. people to a meal with people he disagreed with to have discussion. Yeah. He, and I, again, a lot of people this summer that I saw the same thing, like, Hey, I appreciate your viewpoint. I'd love to hear more. Let's have coffee together. Yeah. It changes the dynamic. And that's why I say social media has made it worse because there's an anonymity to it. There's a, I can, I can lash out in a way that I, makes me feel good about my perspective. Yeah. That's going to hurt somebody else. I mean, if that's the intent or not, that's the reality of yeah. it. I'm trying to tell you you're wrong so that it makes me feel better about me having my perspective instead of sitting down and and maybe walking away from dinner or a coffee and going, "Yeah, I don't I don't agree with that." Still, one, it's going to make me think. And two, that is another human being yeah. made in the image of God that has a di like what if God just created us all to be like we'd be robots, right? If we didn't have different thoughts and perspectives. But at the center of the table of a meal or a coffee has got to be that's all very interesting. How do we, as followers of Jesus anyway, yeah. how do we land the plane on what did he teach? Yeah. What does the Bible say? What did he show us in the example of his life? So I, my call, and, and like I said, I have family members that I probably need to engage with. And it's like, hey, let's, let's go have dinner. Let's have coffee. I don't have to have hate or anger in my heart towards you as an yeah. individual. You have a different perspective. Now, that's not saying that there's not there's not truth and untruth right. that we have to wrestle through. Right. But if our focus is on Jesus, we're going to, we're going to at least come closer. I, 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 we see time and time again, Jesus being totally okay with the wrestling of truth, right? He, as long as it leads to him and it leads, it le it lands where it needs to. He was totally okay with his disciples. I mean, like we see snippets of it in the Gospels. But how many more times did he hear them say things like, who's going to be greater, right? <laughs> who's going to be the best, right? No, I'm going to be, I'm totally going to be better than you. I'm totally like, and he, 
He heard them wrestle it out. And then he led them. He, he led them to himself. He led them to his truth. Right? About, hey, let me flip this thing on its head. The greatest of you is going to be the least. And the least is going to be the greatest. But he, but he, he witnessed it. He witnessed it happen amongst the, the, the Jewish theologians. And every time when he, when he, when he landed at truth, it, it, almost, it almost seems, and I want to be careful not to, not to say this is what it is, because I don't know that it is, but it almost seems like whenever he landed them at truth, it wasn't this, this big truth that led one of them to be like, oh, I'm right and they're wrong. But it was this exposing kind of truth that led each listener, each one listening, to say, wow, what, what's actually in my heart? You know, he... Isn't that why he spoke in parables so much? Yeah. Like, hey, wrestle with this a yes. little bit. Think a little bit. And ultimately, to be drawn nearer. Yes. As, I, as you say that, it brought me to two, two things from Scripture. Of one, as followers of Jesus, as disciples put ourselves in, in, in the scripture mm. in regard to where we are culturally, yeah. culturally right now. One is, is Jesus is, is God in heaven that we love and that we follow. Is he grieving over Jerusalem? Mm. Like, is he grieving over his kids? Are there moments just like, mm. is he in a place where just like he spoke to the disciples to followers, of Jesus, either side politically. Yeah. Right now, 2021, is he going, God, how long? How long yeah. am I going to have to try right. and teach you guys, guys as in men and women, how, how long until you guys get this figured out? How long until you continue to trust in me, until you have faith in me? We studied uh, briefly part of Job and talked about Job this week. Why would he... If he allows suffering to enter our lives, if he allows us to wrestle and walk through this, it's ultimately to draw us nearer to the truth, yes. nearer to yes. him, experiencing more of his presence. And so I just have this feeling like he's, he's present here with us, but as God the Father looking down and going, how long, guys? How long? When Jesus, when Jesus came, it was in the middle of a political uprising with one group of people oppressing another group of people. Like that's what, it, that's how he, that's the time and place that God chose to visit this earth and walk for 33 and some years. And when he was approached about, about these political issues, like, you know, people would, oh, whose side are you on, right? Which, which, which right. kingdom are you with, right? And he went right to the heart. Well, let me tell you about the kingdom of heaven. And then, you know, it's, it seems like Jesus was more interested in just being opposite <laughs> to expose not the issue, but the person. Hmm. So Peter, in, in, I don't know how much of his fight was religious or how much of it was spiritual, or, or I'm sorry, or it was religious or how much of it was political or how, you know, how much was anger or how much was pride or how much was what. But Jesus gets arrested and Peter's response of violence, right, chops off this man's ear. 
And what, what does Jesus do? He, he moves in a way that exposes what's in Peter's heart, so much so that Peter, over the course of the next several hours, right? Do you, do you remember this, right? Like, oh, I don't know him. I don't know him. You know, it's funny. I, growing up, I don't, I, when I heard that story, I was always like, I don't know. It's almost presented as in this way of like, no, Peter's a good dude. Jesus was just like proving who he was. And when he prophesied it, <laughs> that that's what made Peter act that way. But the truth is like, Peter was so uh, provoked, I believe. Peter was so provoked by what he saw in the garden that, uh, oh, oh, G- no, 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 I, I, I have nothing to do with Jesus. No, I don't know him. I don't know. Three times. Three times he denied him. Hmm. And, I, and I believe that's what Jesus was getting at. Expose what was in Peter's heart so that Peter landed at the truth. And what was the truth? Right? We read it just a few chapters later, right? What was the truth? That Peter does love Jesus and is loved by Jesus. Right? After, after, they, they, after they met after his resurrection. And so... Which had to have come, which had to have come from a moment of repentance yeah. in Peter. And he, did, right? and he did, right? Remember, he wept. Right. He wept. Actually, he wept the moment that, that rooster crowed, right? He remembered what Jesus said. He didn't dig his heels in. Yeah. He, he recognized his sin and repented. Recognized so, who Jesus was and I will reject everything else yeah. in the past. And, I, and when I see him again, I, I, will, I will not just wait till the boat gets on shore. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm running. Naked, right? Wasn't he, wasn't, yeah. he was naked. He didn't care. We, we, to be able to recognize our sin to repent in such a way to see the beauty and the glory and the power that we will give up everything just like like complete nakedness to my soul yearns it man it takes me to the psalms like yearn so deeply that i want to be in your presence i want to be with you so to which jesus is the one that called him called them out like hey it's it's me. Come have breakfast. Come, yeah. come eat a meal yeah. with me. Yeah. What would that? What did, what did that conversation look like? And so, it's kind of to circle back around. What does that look like? Uh, you know, let let's make this conversation about us, right? So this is no longer about what's happening in D.C. So what does that mean in in light of what's happening there? In light of social media blowing up the way it is on both sides in light of all that what does that look like for a jerk who's trying to, but what does that look like for a christian who's trying to follow jesus and who's who's interested in finding jesus in the midst of this all that we just said what does that actually look like for us now cuz we're not Kylie and I aren't here to fix dc <laughs> Right, we're not we're not here to we're not here to do that. It's but but that is affecting to, everyday life. To and that and like I said, I think that's my wrestle. Yeah, of the easy route, in some ways, is to just withdraw. I'm going to isolate from. I don't want to know anything that's going on around no us, which Jesus didn't do. No way. No way. It he doesn't did not. stand for the things of justice. Yeah, and truth. And so I think 
Matthew 28. Mm-hmm. We go and we make disciples. We go and we we stand for the things of Jesus, not me. I, and that's why from the very beginning of this podcast, this isn't about my beliefs. That's why we're not going to yeah, yeah. talk about one side or the other. What do I personally need to repent of? Where is my flesh entering mm. in because I want to be right and yeah, prideful? Yeah. And where am I completely and desire completely to be submissive to Jesus and the way of Jesus, the kingdom of God, where I am not ignorant of worldly systems, but worldly systems are not primary. Yeah. The kingdom of God is primary in my life. I mean, that's like you said, Jesus even said, hey, the system of the law mm. isn't wrong. It's not obsolete, but I'm the I fulfillment it. of it. It's <laughs> yeah. your, it's the heartbeat of what it is. Yeah. And so as the heartbeat of us as jerks in 2021, followers of Jesus, trying to be less prideful and more and, and, and live lives of more humility, we have to spend time with him. We have to be in his presence. We have to be led by the spirit as we enter into these times. We have to be still full of humility and submission. We have to outdo one another in showing honor. We have to be able to be willing to sit at tables and have conversations over a meal and over coffee and say, I love you because that's what it's all about. Yeah. How can I love you well? Sometimes that's, I'm going to share, I'm, but it's all got to come from a place of, that's all very interesting. Where's mm. Jesus in it? Mm. I, I entered into a conversation lovingly, and somebody posted an article regarding guns, and it, super knowledgeable. And um, and I messaged him and said, and, and we would have different viewpoints. And he's a man of faith. Yeah. And I, I, I messaged him and said, hey, I from what I'm reading in this article, it seems all very like, you know, safe public safety. And it all seems, and his perspective was different. And I said, Hey, can you just, do you mind sharing? And and we're both men of faith. And so I asked him like, Hey, here's, here's some thoughts I have, but like explain to me what your thoughts are on, on this. And again, I don't, I, I'm not saying that I'm doing this right or have all the right answers, but I really continued to just open the door to discussion. And I just want to understand and learn. And I'm not going to change this guy's mind. It's not my goal. My goal is to have an understanding of how you think and what you believe. And I guess with the hope of like, the hope is always going to be go and make disciples of all nations. Share truth. It's not up to, I'm not going to, here's, here's the issue with social media. I'm not going to change his mind. Right. Jesus can change his heart. The same as he does for me. Yeah. If there are things that I'm expressing or that I think that are wrong or inconsistent, somebody can't necessarily change my mind, but it's going to allow me the opportunity to be open to the Holy Spirit of you can change my heart. Yeah. Romans 12. Yeah. Transformation of the mind, right? God is going to continue to shape us and mold us to be more like him as he, not each other, but maybe Jesus through each other, transforms the way that we think so a bunch of men bring a woman to jesus who was caught in in the act of adultery i had it been an awkward scene by yeah, the way. i suppose so 
And so we kind of imagine her cowering there, ready to stone her. And Jesus does a, a thing we don't understand, and he starts jotting down or doing something, doodling or something. In the, and then he, it's, it's funny. You, you talk about two people who are on the opposite sides. Yeah. Two groups of people, right? You have the woman in sin, right? Like, let's not justify what she did. Sure. In sin. And then you have, so, like, you can't always call her the victim, right? She was in sin. And then you have the people who were so passionate about God's law, right? Zealous and passionate about it, ready to fulfill it, ready to stone this woman. So standing for truth, what standing, they believed to absolutely be the truth. Well said, yeah. really well said. Yeah, that's, that's perfect. They were standing for truth. And yet Jesus confronts both of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, and and I and we don't we don't read what what those men walked away, and what happened the rest of their lives. Did they go on to live lives of mercy? Like we don't we don't know what happened, and and I would I would bet like the whole gamut happened. I bet some of them walked away, and that changed their lives, and and they lived with such mercy towards others and grace towards others because of what they witnessed. And I bet others dug their heels in a little bit more. Oh, that remember that one time Jesus stood in the way of truth. <laughs> and then and then we know we know the the woman did, right? And Jesus Jesus confronted her, right? With in grace, in love, right? I, hey, who who's who's here condemning you? No one. I don't either. Go and sin no more. He was interested in just transforming each one and I and I I think if we were to put that in, what do we do now? It's figure out which side we stand on. Mm-hmm. Are we the ones getting rocks thrown at us? Are we, the, are, 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 are we the ones standing for truth in the name of truth? And no matter what, letting Jesus confront me and expose my heart and then go on and and then go on. <laughs> which, which is what he did yeah. to the Pharisees in that situation is they thought that they were correct they by the him. truth, but, but it, he went to a deeper yeah. place of, they were trying to trap Jesus. So it was like, what's your heart in this matter? Yeah. And I think what we, we just uh, had a message about that a couple months ago and what never struck me and again, we don't know what he was doodling or writing or, or it never struck me that that was probably clearly it was intentional, but what was the purpose? Mm-hmm. I think the purpose was sometimes we need to pause mm-hmm. and give t- people time to think, give ourselves time to think. What were the Pharisees thinking in that moment, in those moments of quiet and stillness yeah and trans translating that to today here's the truth i stand for the truth this is what i believe this is what's right pause evaluate our heart in the matter i mean i i I question all the time whether i should have posted anything this week which was not attacking or demeaning or anything supposed to be a, a post of consider this 
but I maybe didn't take enough time to pause and to consider, is this coming from a place of standing for truth or is this coming from a place of, you know, a, a purity of my yeah. heart? Yeah. And I think maybe that's what the Pharisees in that moment were, were standing for or, or were we're, we're, rest, we're, we're wrestling with, with. Yeah. yeah, wrestling yeah, yeah. with the like, okay, Jesus is saying, I know that I'm right because this is what the law says. And Jesus is saying, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. like what's, what's your heart in this matter? I mean, he didn't say that directly, right. but right. But you're, you're sinless. Yeah. You're to, you're to love those that are not understanding my salvation and my glory and my, my beauty, the, the purity that we should be living towards. And and it just comes to a, you know, we are not to be judgmental of others. We are to, like I said, we're called to love God with heart, soul, mind, and strength and to love other people, including our enemies. Yeah. And that's what, you know, again, just to bring it back of, this is about people for yeah. me. Yeah. It's about Jesus and what he taught, what he modeled, what the kingdom of God and the way of Jesus looks like and about people. And that's what I'm going to stand for and live for. And, and it, it, this conversation all week long, probably my emotional uh, fatigue in some ways is because I'm, I'm internally wrestling with this. Yeah. I'm asking the Lord, like, where is my heart? And, and I think that's good for all of us to evaluate yeah. as we enter into. And I don't see a lot of these cultural issues. I mean, they're historical, you know, historic since the beginning of time. So I don't think that everything's going to be rainbow and cotton candies. Yeah you know, cotton candy very soon. So we press on yeah. and we love each other and we pray for one another and we, um, we submit yeah. in humility. And, and here's the, here's the cutting part. It's, you know, if you're, if you're a listener and you heard this and you're, all you're thinking about is, Oh, so-and-so needs to hear this. Hmm. We're praying for you. <laughs> as we pray for ourselves in this too, and like that this would confront each one of us. And we do pray like, Lord, pray right now, Lord, for, for each one of us to, to, to bring this to the doorstep of our own heart, of our minds, of our thoughts, of our wills, of our rightness and wrongness and and after we encounter you after we see you as the truth and the way and the life then we can then we go out and have a meal or a cup of coffee or stop calling people enemies and start sitting down with them and hey what 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 is truth for us so we pray that in in your name Yours is the only name we can pray this in. Amen. 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 Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you, Kylie. Thanks for sharing. And yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. The rest of 2021 is going to be a breeze. I'm sure it will. Feel free to like and comment and rate and do all those things because we, uh, we do. I know Chris has mentioned it before, but we love you guys. And we just pray that this is as beneficial to you as it is to us and um, and so we, we, we need to know like what, what's helpful, what's not helpful. And, and, uh, we appreciate all of it. We love you guys so much. And, uh, until next time, See bye. <laughs>
Oh, let us know if you want to play this. All right, bye.